Welcome back to another episode of Buddy's Podcast. Last week, we do apologize we didn't post the show. We were giving away too many secrets about our draft. Way too many, especially for people playing against us. Yeah, considering everybody that plays against us listens to us. But we did actually decide that's a bad way to run a podcast. So here we go. Secrets and all. Buddy's Podcast. You take the clothes off my back and I let you. You'd steal the food right out my mouth and I'd watch you eat it. I still don't know why. Why I love you so much. Oh. All right, people, we're back. Another episode of Buddy's Podcast. Buddy Podcast. Your boy Miles and Chris are in the house. Get old Brismo back. And I do, Chris, I, I really want to take a second to just apologize to everybody who was looking at us for all of their draft knowledge, all their draft secrets. And they, they you know, we've got some people who ask us questions. We get shit, we get shit all the time. What should I do here? And uh, I, I, I love the feedback. Keep giving it. Keep bringing us more. Oh, yeah. And I love answering questions. This is what I do. Actually, here, since since we played the intro song, let me, uh, mm-hmm. let me just, let me... Just I'll let Jay Z talk to him. You know. Blue told me remind you niggas. That's right, Jay. Tell him fuck that shit y'all talking about. So, Chris, you got a few leaks going on. How you feeling over there? I'm feeling pretty confident, man. You know, I, I, I honestly feel like I've got a chance. Um, you know, since I did it in one since I did it in one league last year. The goal is to run the table in at least one league, in all if possible. I mean, it's a stretch to really do it, though. But you You're know. not getting away with shit, that shit in any of the leagues that we're in together. Hey, man, stranger things have happened. I guess. I okay. guess. Like, Dude, we've, we've had some of the most. We had probably the best drafts I've ever been a part of, and I can honestly say that. It was and chess moves all it day. It was. It was. Speaking of chess, that's basically what we're doing this year. Yeah. So me and you are going to come on here. We're going to yep. talk about our waiver ads we're going to talk about our matchups we're going to yep. talk about not just ours just in general you know, you know who, what who's available possibly as a waiver pickup that would be potentially able to help you out this yeah week. good trade ideas trade strategy waiver strategy um all that stuff you know people to sit on and wait you know and yep. we're gonna do this meanwhile competitively going against each other and knowing where our head's at yeah so just wanted to preface the season with that just so you know we're oh, not no, going to come on here and short shit you we yeah. kind of screwed up last week. And I mean, it's fine, you know. And, hey, I mean, Miles really thought that I was going to take his draft strategy. And, in all honesty, I did yeah, after did. we drafted with against with you know against yeah. each other. Well, that's because I didn't lay it all out last week. Yeah. Uh, but no, I even, didn't even say TJ Hawkinson's name once on the nah, podcast. But when you did sit up, you know, after the first draft, I kind of felt you were targeting him. So by the second draft, I had an idea of where your head was at. And I was like, I'm not going to I'm not going to touch you know, yeah. step on your toes there. Like I'm all for competition that's right. at its best. So, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to let you get yours. That's I'm going to go fine. for mine. Yeah, that's fine. You know, unless I, like I did a little bit circle. better in the first draft. And that's that's another thing. Be careful. I mean, we both did better in the first draft. Yeah, but be <laughs> careful who you draft with because yeah. they'll know who you're targeting late in drafts. Yep. They know where you're going to go first round, second yep. round, third round. You got to be careful of that. And I guarantee you. There was a, I don't know if you did this or not, but there's mm-hmm. a couple of people because we've got like two or three people who are in the same league who were looking at my picks from the last draft. Yeah, I know, to, I know there was. Yeah, trying to go from that, and I'm like, nah. which is smart. I totally like, would do that too. The only time I would I was considering doing it in the second draft was over TJ, because I mean, 
come on now. We both wanted him. So. You reached, man. You got him in like the eighth round. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. But I knew if I didn't, you were going to fucking take him next round. That's so. right. So, yeah. like I said, we want to feed you guys with secrets, with, with real strategy. And I think we're going to go to doing two pods a week. We could do. What do you think we about could, that? We can make it. We can make it work. We'll find some way to make it work. So we'll do one maybe before the Thursday game. Yeah, and then before Sunday. That's fair. That's fair. Now, the only issue I have with that is waiver ads. Yeah. But how about we just go hard on? We'll just go hard on social media. Like just follow our social media pages. Yep. And we'll just let you know. Hey, grab this person. Like, hey, we'll this talk person is it. looking hot. You know, at this point in time. Right. Well, there you go. And I mean, really, waiver ads are fucking all over the app that you're drafted on exactly. and that you're running your league on. You know, if you got the right app, you're going to know who to pick up as far as a waiver acquisition. And also, too, don't be scared to use your watch list. Like, yeah. that's going to help you on waivers because if you've got a guy that you have, like, a thought in the back of your mind about of you, you've you heard talk about, just add him to your watch list. Right. Like, even if he's on another person's like team, throw, yeah, add throw. him because you get notifications if they're dropped or anything or if they're, you know, mm-hmm. projected to possibly go higher that week, they're going to send you notifications for it. Yeah. Throw, like, for instance, Dario Gumbawale. Yeah. The third running back from the from the Buccaneers. Yep. That's somebody to watch. Two guys ahead of him are fucking trash. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's third on the death chart, but he's the best pass catching he's option they have. Him. And they're going to have a pass heavy offense. Yeah. So gonna, yep. keep a lookout for him. Exactly. So just, you know, stuff like that. Um, we'll give you stuff. I mean, insight on how to run your roster yep. on a week to week basis. And then uh, I'll even, I'll even give up some sources. Like that. Let's just actually fuck it. Let's just dive right in there. So sources. The reason that I took Zeke mm-hmm. fourth, and this was about a week ago. Am I right? This was a uh, Tuesday of last week. Yeah, it, no, was la- Friday it was. La- la- no, it I was took la- him in Friday. It was. Who took him Tuesday? Uh, the guy ahead of me at four. Okay, but yeah. it was just kind of like I think he was going off projections. I can't yeah, tell. Like it was more so a projection thing because his whole team was kind of projection based. Yeah, you know, Which, like, I think he might have got yeah. Calvin Ridley like at the ADP of where he was going. Yeah. Anywho, the reason I took Zeke. Listen, there's so many of these like weird websites out there that are just going for clicks. Don't yeah. listen to that shit. You have to go to reliable sources. Yep. The only reason I took Zeke at four when it was the more of a mess than it's ever been, Jay Glazer, the yeah. dude who's on Fox in the morning on Sundays, this guy. He always knows his shit. He's never wrong, dude. Ever. He said it a week before Zeke signed. He says, I've got a feeling that something's going to get done before week one, and that gave me everything I needed to take Zeke at four yeah. when it was at its muddiest. See? Had I not heard that, DeAndre Hopkins was going at four. Oh, easily. Yeah. You have to find good sources. Don't go off of every fucking update that your sleeper app or your Yahoo app or ESPN gives nah, you. Like, you got to go really, like, you know, follow your gut sometimes. Yeah, But man. be smart with following your gut. Exactly, that too. Yep, you're spot on with that. Don't listen to everybody. Nah. Don't don't take Bleacher Report as gospel. Nah. You know? Don't don't do that. Please don't do that. And don't turn the apps off by any means. Not what I'm no, saying. No, you never do that. Like, Just check your sources. That's asking to fucking lose at that point. Right. You know? Like I come. On, I this was probably ten years ago. Uh, no, it can't be ten years ago. It was like seven, eight years ago, six years ago, something like that. Josh Gordon got caught smoking reefer. Smoking the reefer. Jay Glazer comes back in like week twelve or something. Sunday morning, I'm just sitting there watching a the pregame show. Jake Glazer's like, yeah, uh, Josh Gordon's back with the Browns. Yep. I picked him up instantly 
Mm-hmm. And there were that's this was before like notifications on your phone. And shit. Yeah, like you. That was back when I was you know I was kind of exploiting Twitter at that yeah, time. Man. Yeah, you're like watching I had TV post on notifications Twitter. Exactly. on Twitter. Yeah, for every NFL analyst. That way, if shit happened, yep. bing, 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 it got annoying. Now I had to turn off pause notifications at that point. Exactly. But yeah, you know, like it it helps you. It saves you. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't use the Twitter thing as much. Yeah. I mean, I've got certain guys that I have it turned on for. I mean, nowadays you don't have to use Twitter as much. But I don't listen to everything Adam Schefter says. Yeah. You know, I, I don't blame you. He reaches like like the the announcement that came out. He had a tweet the other day. It was like, Rob Gronkowski said that if Tom Brady calls him, he'll play. Yeah. And it's you listen to the I listened to the to the interview. It was on his podcast or something like that. It was mm. like. Rob's like, yeah, if Brady calls me, fuck that. You know, it was just like kind of joking about it. But, I mean, Gronk could come back, but I just don't see Tom Brady pick up the phone. Like, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, this Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman, um, you know, Sonny Michelle thing ain't working out too much. That's going to work. They're going to be one of the best top top offenses Easy. in the league. Don't waste a stash on Gronk when you can get somebody who's actually going to play. Somebody who's not retired. You know yeah. what I mean? So, a lot of shit happened this week. Isn't it funny? Like when we talk, it sounds like we like cut and edit and all it this really other does, shit. But we're naturally just flowing we with it. That's flow, the funny baby. part. We just we don't uh, even have notes. This we improvise. We just going. Yeah, like so, a lot of shit happened. Uh, yeah. The Lashawn McCoy, Damian Williams fiasco. Um, the Texans got better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of shit. Yeah. It it really is. I I honestly, you know, the Texans thing, I'm a little conflicted on because it's like. You could have gotten more for Clowney. I know you could have. The Texas, are you talking about the, the left tackle? Or that uh, was a different the, trade, wasn't it? The trade that they made with Seattle to send Clowney to Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, you Who did they get again? Do you remember? They got like a... It was like a couple of guys that are basically like rotational guys. Maybe we should use notes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was a couple of rotational guys and some draft picks. I was like, dude, it's Jadavion Clowney. When he's healthy, he's going to help you wreck shit. Now, granted, Clowney, he's not. It's he's not a huge injury risk. I mean, he's only missed three games in the I past know, three years. I, my, my thought process is this: with the whole injury thing, him and Ziggy both, if they were together for sixteen games, I feel like that defense could set records for sacks. Absolutely, but absolutely. It's not going to happen. You're going to get just a few games of it because Clowney may, you know, he may pull a hammy or something to have to sit a game or so. Conveniently, that'll probably be the game where Ziggy finally plays. Yeah. Well, here, I and think, then Ziggy gets hurt. Yeah, Ziggy Ziggy misses a lot of games. But I think with Jadavion Clowney, what happened? Because he got injured out of college. Yeah, and he just—I don't think he properly healed. Yeah, I think they rushed him back. Yeah, and that's what really caused him. They should have did it how Dallas did. Uh, what's the name? Uh, Jalen Smith. Yeah. They didn't rush him. Yeah. They was like, yo, take your time. Right. When you're ready, we got you. Yeah. Like, we're going to take care of you. And look how it's panned out for right. Dallas at this point. Yeah. We're getting too far away from fantasy, though. We are. Uh, let me see. Dante Pettis, if your team sucks, start him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of scrolling through, just kind of seeing, you know, what's good to talk about. Yeah. Um, 49ers running backs got a huge win. You know, with uh, Jarek McKinnon going down. Yeah, I mean, that's if you have Beretta or, you know, Coleman, kudos to you. You don't yeah. have to worry about that mouth being fed now. Right. What else? Kenny and Coleman. supposed to get a lot of touches. Nah, whatever. Zeke, 20 to 25 carries. Yeah, or plays. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Dude's in the best shape of his life. Yep. Start him. What else? What else? Do you think Zeke's going to finish number one running back on this, number one player in fantasy this year? Because I do. I feel like he could. But it's just hard for me to count out Saquon. 
Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a tight race at the end between the two Zeke's of them. Zeke's in a way points. better situation. He is. And he's got the most consecutive games in a row right now, mm-hmm. standing currently, with four receptions or more in a game. Mm. It's like eight in a row. It's something crazy. Like okay. He's completely unutilized, or underestimated in terms of his pass catching yeah, like ability. They make it seem like he's a liability in pass catching when he's really not at times. Yeah, he won people leagues last year, yeah. and it's based off of him being able to rack up more points on pass catches. Yep, yep, yep. And then when he gets that ca- that catch in open space, he's probably taking it pretty far, housing it. Yeah, like it's no brainer. Something big is gonna happen. Yeah, and then but I think we're at, we're going a little bit fast here, right? Want to yeah, slow it down a some? little bit? Yeah. Um, how are you feeling about the the Chargers situation? Ooh, I don't know. So like, I get to a degree. Because the project, the apparent trade that Philly offered him, mm-hmm. I kind of get not pulling the trigger on that because you don't need Jordan Howard. No, if that's like bringing Justin Jackson in. Yeah, like that that doesn't make any sense to add him in. Like you mm-hmm. have two guys that can split carries and be your running back, and you can be okay and only get what was it a third or fifth rounder? Yeah, like, like additionally. No, yeah, I could totally see not taking that. Like right. I'm, I'm not mad at San Diego saying we want a first round pick well yeah los angeles they still san diego (laughs) to me damn it i'm not mad at them saying we want a first round pick from melvin gordon i mean he's kind of show if you're a team that's you know desperate he's worth it yeah honestly if the lions didn't have carry on i say fuck it pull the trigger but i got faith in a backfield of carry on and um you know cj Mm -hmm. so i'm cool with that but i would say fantasy wise Chargers defense, I wouldn't start him until Derwin James comes back. I feel like that's a huge hole that they're going to be missing. That's a big, yeah, that's a big, yeah. big hole that you're missing. Yep. And here's a lot of things that you know. Here, this is going into kind of what we were touching on earlier a little bit. Secrets of the game. You got to, you have to think about. Um, th- this is where projections actually do play in your favor. Yep. But it doesn't go as explained. So if you have a defense who's outstanding. That you're the opposite team is going to be passing the football. If yep. you're playing against a weak defense, you're gonna see a lot of rush attempts. You're mm-hmm. gonna see people draining the clock, and ultimately that ends up not being as many touchdowns. So they yeah. go up by 28 and just run the clock out. You yep. know they're running the ball. You're not gonna get a whole lot of rushing touchdowns yeah. there. So you have to kind of games. You have to go based off of what you think is gonna happen there. And then you know Vegas odds, they're usually pretty fucking good. Yeah. And I mean one thing too, I kind of noticed a lot of people taking the Lions defense this year like i'm you know why right because they're projected to be a top 10 defense this year but even more so why right now it's because they're going up against a rookie week one yeah but it's like if you know your football shit you know matt patricia's defenses do not play well early in the season that's where he was in new england that's where you're even in new england it's a defense that when you get closer to the playoffs and going into the playoffs, mm-hmm. it will elevate. That is a good pickup for late in the season, they but turn early into a top on, 10. yep, no, no, yep. like they're going to be monstrous at the later point of the season. But early yep. on, I, I don't trust it, and I'm a Lions fan. But yep. just being a student of the game, nah, no, I think you're absolutely right there. I think they'll get you points, and I think they're usable week one. Mm-hmm. However. Don't expect them to come out and get you 14, 15. Yeah, don't expect them to do like a Bears defense or, you know, something like that. Yeah. I mean, they could, but odds are grab grab Seattle. Yeah. Grab oh, Philly. Yeah. yeah. Before, and actually, all, all the Lions defenses is an indicator that you're streaming defenses. Yeah, basically. That's what that is. At this is. point, this early on, that's what it means. Yeah. So, 
hypothetical question this early into the season without seeing anything if you're streaming defenses what's that one team you circle weekly to get abused by defense cincinnati fair enough there's there's too many injuries going on and the offense is bad if the offense can't produce the defense is going to be on the field too much and they're just going to get tired and torched so mines is miami even though Fist Magic is there, that also is it's exactly the same thing. Like even though Fist Magic is there, I mean even without injuries though, Miami basically traded away most of their talent. Yeah, you, but they you do traded have some, a, they still do have some good players. Yeah, the, but you traded away end. your tackle. Yeah, you traded away basically your top option at receiver. Because Stills was their top receiving option. True. Yeah. So yeah, sure. it's like you know, and then your quarterback options are Fist Magic and Rosen. Fist Magic is good for two magical games a year. Yep. So, um, hey, there's that. I guess three if you go off of last year. Uh, yeah. But, no, no, same situation. The, if if the offense is trash and yeah. can't move the ball down the field, the defense is going to be tired. Oh, yeah. Like, We've seen it year in and year out. I think it was fans. two, three years ago the freaking Browns were like that. Yeah. Like, every week I was picking up whoever had the Browns. Exactly. And I went so far because people noticed I was doing it halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. I went so far to start picking up the defense two weeks ahead of time. Yeah. No, because I people always were, do that. people were noticing, like, oh, you going to take this defense? Yep. That's another thing yeah. that people don't do in fantasy that needs to be utilized more. Mm-hmm. People like you and I do it because we're professionals and we're champions. Yeah, You set your lineups based off of what's going to happen in the next few weeks. Yeah, Look ahead. Like, Don't just draft according to bye weeks and be like, oh, okay, I got nah. my guys for the year. That's not how it works ever. Nope. Look at your waiver pickups. Look at your opponents, who they play when you play them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, If you're streaming quarterbacks... And they have Julio Jones. You know, Matt Ryan might be a good trade piece. You know, honestly, I will three say weeks ahead of time. Up until I think it's is it week five or week six? That's the bye week for them. Up until the first bye week they have, I would say look at Stafford as, as a possible sleeper at the quarterback position. Absolutely, because look at the matches that they have. You've got Arizona. You've got without Patrick Peterson. Yeah, you've Keep that got mine. That's why got, Kenny Galladay is my start of the week. Yep. You've also gotten after that the Chargers, another shootout. Then you've got Philly, shootout. Then you've got freaking Kansas City, which is definitely a shootout because I don't, yeah. I don't think Kansas City's defense has turned over completely just yet. I think they have. I feel like it'll take a little bit sense, of time. I think they have in the sense where they're not going to be giving up thirty-five points every game. Yeah. But I don't think they're also a team that's just going to get ran over. I feel like you too many good maybe the week that they play us, they'll start clicking. But I'm hoping it's the week after that they start yeah, no clicking. Yeah, no shit, right. And then, you know, after that, there's the bye week. But then we got Green Bay on a Monday night football game yeah. at Lambeau. Yep. So, so Stafford's yeah. definitely a usable quarterback in terms of yeah. who do you I start? mean, last year was a freaking fluke year. I think that was the first year they said he hasn't touched 4,000 in a very long time. It is. Yeah, last so, year yeah. he had broken bones in his back. Yep. Stafford, if he comes back to form, look out. Yeah. Look out. He's 22 a game. Yep. Um, another player that I also think, another quarterback, since we'll just stay on quarterbacks for a second. Mm-hmm. I think Dak Prescott is another good guy to use early. He's got a really, really weak schedule. i got to find him. He, I mean, honestly, fantasy purposes, his first year he was boomer bust, but last year he was way more consistent last oh, yeah. year. And with, Zeke, last year. with Zeke being back, yeah, he's viable. He's yeah. definitely viable. Wait, does the, does the fucking sleeper app, does that not have a search function? Uh, it, it does. does. Oh, You've it got does. it. it yeah. Does. You just got to find it a little weird. I will say another sleeper. Me, well, real quick. Let mm-hmm. me, let me just get, so Carolina. Yeah. Um, I mean, dad can go through that game pretty easily. easily. Then he's got the giants. Yeah. Then Seattle. 
which yep. they probably won't. They might Anza might be hurt by then. Probably. Oh, he, he will be yeah. hurt by then. Come on now. And then Detroit. I mean, I guess it's not the best output looking, but I mean, mm. Zeke's going to be there. Zeke's going to take yeah. a lot of load off. He's going to help him out a lot. Yeah. So that's uh, those are some uh, good plays there. Yeah. Or that that's a couple of good quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, I mean, another one that we agreed on before the show is a good sleeper option at QB, Sam Darnold. Oh yeah, 100%, like 100%. that. He's gonna hit another level this year. I don't think he's gonna hit a sophomore slump. I think he's taken off. I with think that people are so year. wrong about oh Zeke's or not Zeke. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's not gonna be that good this year because the Jets are a bad team. I mean, even then, look at it this way: even if Le'Veon isn't at a you know 100 percent the same Le'Veon, adding any Le'Veon Bell to that Jets offense it helps them out a lot because I mean. They haven't had a actual solid threat threat at running back mm-hmm. in a second. And, I mean, just look at the wide receivers that he's got. He's got Roby Anderson. He's got Quincy Anua, Jamison Crowder. He's got weapons. Weapons are there. Mm-hmm. It's just, psh, hey, will he utilize them? And I, I have faith in Sam Darnold to use them. Then, also, your backup running back is Ty Montgomery, yeah. which I feel like Ty Montgomery can be a Chris Thompson type of player for fantasy this year. See, yeah, that's where you and I differ. Like, I don't think he's going to take away touches from Le'Veon per se, but I do feel like, you know, a few dump-off passes with some split-back sets or even they will probably position him at receiver. I feel like the Jets will do something like that for him. Yeah. See, here, here's where my fantasy style mm-hmm. differs from a lot of people's. Ty Montgomery would not see my lineup 100%, but 95% sure he's not going to be on my bench. Mm-hmm. I would have a hard time holding Tariq Cohen. That's, That's just the fair. type of player that the type of fantasy. Yeah. I, I'm not like boomer. I'm I don't not like. I don't hold scrub. So like, I, I look at him as a scrub. Like, mm. if Ty Montgomery's on your team, something fucking major happened. You didn't do something. There's something you didn't do. Yeah, right. you didn't feel the need. Yeah, like if he's in your flex, you're gonna lose. Now, the way that I play is, like, a, here's a good example: mm-hmm. AJ Green, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, Tyler Boyd should be drafted ahead of AJ Green. Mm. But for me, I'm going with the guy who's got 25 point upside. Rather than the guy who is going to get you 16 every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's fair. Like I you, took both. But, hey, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm taking both, bro. Like, And I told people already, Tyler Boyd is available. He's on the market. So if you need a receiver right. that you feel can be a receiver one, go ahead. Take him. He showed he put up numbers last year. Take right. him. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, like Ty Montgomery, he reminds me of basically Treat Cohen. And Treat Cohen is the not the right running back to have on that team. Yeah. He, he, I feel the same way. Like, I've avoided Tariq Cohen in every draft possible. Mm-hmm. Unless it was a situation like with the draft that I was uh, doing to help out my brother. Where, okay, it was that or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, why not? Like, here, here's the thing. Tyler, Tyler Boyd in the fifth or Will Fuller in the seventh. Mm-hmm. Give me Will Fuller every day of the week. Yeah. I'll take Will Fuller. Because like even though Will Fuller may get hurt, he's very injury prone. Will Fuller's going to go off for fucking ridiculous points when he Seven plays. receptions, 100-plus like, yards, and a touchdown. Man. Sometimes two, you know? Yeah. He shits every single time. And that's that's the way that I play. I go with these value guys. Yep. And I play with – and I go for guys who have incredibly high upside that is going to – I don't want to win by two points. Nah. I want to win wanna, by fucking 60 and I wanna dominate. You, yell it in your face. Like, you know what I mean? I want to drag the fuck out of you in any way possible. Right. Like – Actually, to be funny, for one of my leagues that I run, 
I literally did name my team the Brawl Face Bripplers with a picture of Chris Benoit. There you go. There you, know, you hey, go. Why not? There you go. And I made a caption. Now, we may very well lose a few, you know, fans with this, but. Let's hear it. Drop hey, it. I'll, you know, I, I made my profile picture on Facebook, Benoit. And I was like, yep, my leagues are family. And I'll be a family man like the Rabbit Wolverine each and every week. Oh. So, hey. That's brutal, man. Hey, man. You want this work. <laughs> you got to step up. Nah. Yeah. You got to step up. So, like, here, here's an example of how well our draft went. So, I had, I'm, I'm really, like, upset about this, mm-hmm. that I had to take Derrick Henry, and I think I got him in the fifth or sixth round. That is an yeah. outstanding pick. If yep. you look at it in the sense, like, what the experts say, where he's projected, that's an outstanding pick. Yeah. Their defense is, t- Tennessee's defense is great. Yep. So they're going to rely on him to, Their you know. quarterback is dog shit who can't move that offense, and they rely entirely on Derrick Henry in the stacked boxes. I don't care how big he is. Man. That's not a guy I want on my team. I literally tried to tra- everything I could do to trade Derrick Henry away today. See? People know what I'm doing, though. You know, yep. like, I'm, I'm going to package him. I'll, I'll sell you everything on my fucking bench. If a guy goes down, hey, I lost. Like, hey, that's cool. Yeah, but superstars don't normally go down. Like, I would trade Derrick Henry and... I tried to trade. Here's what I tried to do today: Derrick Henry and Dante Pettis for David Montgomery and Michael Gallup. Okay. And like, it seems like a fair deal on paper. Honestly, it seems like I'm probably giving up a lot. Mm. I want Montgomery because I think he's got all the upside in the world. Yeah, the Bears are in love with him. I will trust him a little over Tariq Cohen. Right. In all honesty. Yeah. And that's where my head's at. I don't want Derrick Henry. Yep. I've seen him put up fucking four point games for fucking seven weeks in a row. Yeah. Do not give me that guy. Yeah. I don't care if he's got. You know, five consecutive games of like twenty points or more, dude. Right. He's not a season long guy. Mm. He's he's a spurts guy. He's a spurts guy. Mm-hmm. He's like Derrick Henry. Who who should, who would you compare him to? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I would I want to say like a Chris Thompson type, where you know you'll have weeks where he doesn't give you anything. But then when he goes off, it's like, well, shit, I should have had him starting in my lineup. I, I would kind of say that it's that type of gamble. It's a boom or bust every time you play him. I mean, I'd put him more like Royce Freeman to me. That's fair. That's fair. Like to where, yeah, he can run for a 50-yard touchdown. But yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I, feel I, like I, I had a good one earlier. I was Royce thinking though. of it earlier, and I had a good one. Now I can't think of the fuck. Or uh, is it AP? No, AP's uh. one of the greatest running backs of all time. Dude, so irony that I realized, one of my teams, I literally have the three angriest running running backs on that team. Who? Fournette, Zeke, and fucking Geis. <laughs> like, that's three guys. You see them charging yeah. at you in pads. Yeah. You run another way if you're an average person. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, well, if hey, you had this Derrick could... Henry on that team, too. That'd be oh, well. yeah. I... Wait, do I? <laughs> Shit, <laughs> I, I might on that team, that actually. Like, low key. Let's see. Right. But like, yeah, like another thing, like, uh, like Aaron Jones, I put him right in that same tier with Derrick Henry. Like, sure, the upside, a little bit upside's there. Like, mm-hmm. they've shown some promise. I don't want him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then like, Marlon Mack, same shit. You know, yeah. do not put these guys on my team. I wouldn't touch them. I'll reach for Josh Gordon. Yep, the guy who could be a wide receiver too, who's going two rounds later. Yeah. Um, you know, Jared Cook. There's another guy, like a tight end. I saw him go in like fifth, fifth, sixth, seventh round of every fucking draft, and I'm just like, "What are you doing? Uh, this guy's not Drew. This guy's not Jimmy Graham. Nope. 
You know, it's not Jimmy Graham, Marquise Colston, and you know Reggie Bush anymore. Yeah, like it's, it's not. Jared it's Cook's not, not going to be that. Yeah, he played decent for David Carr, but David Carr was running for his life. Yeah, he year. was just dumping it to him, he so he made to. stuff happen. Yeah, yeah like you know? it, it wasn't a choice thing. Like I think he regresses down big time. Like sure, he might still finish in the top like yep. twelve. So yeah, but don't grab him there. Not when there's a guy like Hawk. Like, sure, there's exactly. rookie tight ends. You know, people say do not touch rookie tight ends. But, I mean, honestly, I feel like Hawk and maybe Fant. I don't know about Fant, but I know Hawk's going to be different. I feel like Fant could. I Isn't mean, he Denver? That, yeah. Yeah. I so mean, I, he's a good pass catcher. He, what I hear. he is. Oh, he's got some solid speed on him, too. So, yeah, yeah like, I, I think he's the better pass catcher between the two. But Hawk was just better all around at, you know, being a tight end. Yeah. So... I mean, Denver, as far as receiver, like, I I don't fully trust Emmanuel Sanders coming off of that Achilles injury. So there's that. That's one thing why I feel like Fant will have a chance to break out this year somewhat. He could be good. I mean, I oh, yeah. with that, I kind of lean toward, more towards, like, the rookie tight end. Like, he kind of reminds me of, like, an O.J. Howard who will eventually get it. Yeah. But yeah. I think Stafford's going to teach you something with – TJ Hawkinson yeah. this year it's and it's it's just as of late people are really coming around like oh shit this kid might be something special I and mean, I've seen him climbing up in drafts a little bit but but like even going back to the draft like when they were saying for the longest that he was projected to go to us the more I thought about it after initially saying fuck no I was like no I was fine with it because I saw the potential of what Hawkinson can bring to the offense mm-hmm. and it can be something very very nasty if used right yeah so what is your? Uh, we're just all over the place here, man. We are. We're just, we're too fucking excited. That's what we it are. Is. We have we're, football fucking tomorrow. We're so bro. excited. We're so excited. Can you believe it? Who would you? Okay, players to start for tomorrow's game. Okay, let's do this. Yeah, I mean tomorrow. Hey, the game is coming up. The so. number one player in the game is Devontae Adams. In yeah. terms of, we'll, we'll we'll leave quarterbacks out of this. Yeah. So Devontae of definitely is just the. the top player that you fucking played no doubt about it my number two guy is probably david montgomery okay that's fair that's fair i put him I over aaron say, jones i would say montgomery then jones then i would say Valtes scantling Valtes scantling i agree because I, I, I just i'm not fully sold on the consistency of bears receivers and even the tight end right. i'm not really sold on it so He's, he might not even play yeah, he's, he's going to be like a game time decision. So he may not play. Yeah, so oh. it's like you know. Yeah, so I it, those are really the only three people I'm touching. Yeah, realistically, Geronimo Allison has upside. I think Valdez Scantling's a better route runner. I think he's yeah. he can he can beat coverage better. I've just seen him do nasty shit last year, and I'm like, yeah, he he he's going to get it. But he also showed signs of like being a young player who yep, doesn't know how to create the right separation and. But you know, couldn't get o- as open as I'd like yeah. to see him sometimes. But I sometimes. feel I feel like he may take a step ahead this year. I he could. St- he I could. fully agree with you there. I mean, especially with a new offense. So yep. hey, there's that. No, I fully agree with you there. I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers and Mitch Trubisky are both startable. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, even against the Bears defense, it's about to be. Would you call it before? I mean, the the revenge tour. Yeah. I mean, but look at it this way though. Was he really that bad against the Bears defense last year? Not at all. Remember, he, remember week one. Yeah, week one, and the Bears defense put up monstrous numbers, but Rodgers still put up pretty decent stats against them. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, like, let me see if I can pull up the stats from yeah, last year. Yeah, you got year. the game yeah. logs. 
Yeah, let me just pull this up real quick. Click uh, yeah. seal. Yeah, seal. Oh, wait, no, that was last five. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so, I mean, against the Bears, the stat line was freaking... Oop. <laughs> yeah, so he was, you know, 20 for 30, 286, three touchdowns, no interceptions. And he had a rush for 15 yards in that game. And that was also a game where he missed the what entire second and, quarter. Yeah, the second quarter he missed it, yeah. And most of the first, yep. or half of the first. Yeah, so... In the second game, pull that one up. You know, okay, so the second game was ugly. The second game was, you know, 25 for 42, 274 with an interception and no touchdowns. But they had already fired McCarthy at that yep, point. Yep, they did. They did. And, I mean, it was a close game for Green Bay, too. It was only a seven-point game. Yeah. But it's like, would you have expected Aaron Rodgers to not throw a touchdown and throw an interception in that game? Yeah. I think he was, like, tanking the season, though. Probably. But, I don't know. Next week, he came on through 55 passes. Yeah, he did. I he did. Know. He slung it. <laughs> so... Who's your ballsy say say just let's not even just go on your team. If you had a team, actually let's go off of your team. Look at one of your teams right now. Do you have any ballsy starts? Because I've got two. I'll let you look and I'll explain mine. Okay. I've got number one. I'm starting T.J. Hawkinson over Evan Ingram, and that seems like a scare on paper. However, it does, but. Because TJ Hawkinson is going to eat on that Cardinals defense. For one, he's going to be Stafford is going to show you like, oh, this kid is legit. And Evan Ingram, I think they play. If I'm not mistaken, is it the Cowboys? I think they do play the Cowboys week. They do play the Cowboys week one. Yes, they do. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not not trusting Evan Ingram against Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. Exactly. I'm not trusting. Give me Hawkinson, and it's not really like the crazy. It's if you look at projections. It's Evan Ingram every day. Of the I mean, week. they're going to feed Evan Ingram because they don't have a choice early on. But is he going to go anywhere? Is he going to score any points? That's or is it going to turn into turnovers because Eli's forcing passes to him? Yeah. Honestly, I wonder if we'll see Daniel Jones week one. If Eli just, you know, starts trying to force stuff and it turns to too many turnovers. I don't turnovers. think it'll be a week one thing. If it's. I feel like if he's got four picks probably by the third quarter yeah. and they're going into the fourth and they know the game is a loss, yep. which they know about halftime anyway, but still, I don't know. And my other ballsy pick of the week is in that same game. Mm-hmm. I'm strong, I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet, but I'm strongly considering doing Michael Gallup over Josh Gordon. Am I crazy? Mm. So the thing is, you're not. Because granted, Josh Gordon is Josh Gordon, mm-hmm. but it's so hard to tell how New England offense is going to flow. It's damn near. They're impossible. playing Pittsburgh. It, it will be likely be a shootout. I mean, it, it likely will, but I trust Edelman a little more in that game than Josh. Oh, I would never start Gallup more over. No, nah, I would never start Gallup nah, over Edelman. Nah. It's 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 strictly Gallup over Josh. Gordon. So I can see I can see that because it's week one, you know. I'm considering the missed camp. I'm considering the missed offseason. Yeah, I'm considering everything, like yeah. all the intangibles. That's I think Gallup. That makes perfect sense. In I've that got case. Gallup yeah. on, a, on a slight uptick this year. Yeah, and, and I mean also to another factor that factors in. I mean, yeah, he's playing, but Amari Cooper I think just got back mm-hmm. to you know being right. healthy. So maybe Gallup gets more looks to kind of preserve Amari. I think that's that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. Amari Cooper is going to pull a lot of safety help, Yep. and I think it's going to open up a lot for Gallup. It should. It and really should. And against the Giants, they've got no choice but to yeah. make make the Zeke payoff look good. So Zeke's yep. going to get you all over the place, but 
Jason Witten's a fucking bag of bones at this point, dude. He is. You know what I'm saying? That's not a threat to anything. Gallup is actually a threat. He is. He is a threat. Gallup could make the fucking the jump to wide receiver two this year. He he's honestly, I feel like he could. Mm-hmm. Like, and then too another. I'm wondering how Randall Cobb's gonna fit in that offense too. I I, I think, forget he's there. Yeah, but I just don't see him as that much of a threat. I think he might be as I think he might play as well as Cole Beasley did. That's fair. Because I, I feel like Randall Cobb was more so a, is he playing with Aaron Rodgers, yes or no, yeah. type of thing. That's what made Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb. Yeah. And a lot of people have that. Um, we're just kind of, those are, those are my two. Who Who's your uh, ballsy pick of the week? Do you have any? I mean. Oh, you just drafted that good, did you, motherfucker? <laughs> hey, man, look. Because I, I can't really say it's a ballsy pick per se. Do you have I one mean, that you're considering then? I mean, other than, you know, my thought, my QB debate that I was having, one league, you know, fucking um, Lamar Jackson or fucking, you know, Mahomes, which that was just a throwaway league. But I was like, that was actually a very intriguing take. Yeah, let's hear that. So you actually, you you posed an argument to me, Mm -hmm. and I I think you have a good point. Go ahead. Because week one, you've got Mahomes against Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So, you know, typically Mahomes is a no-brainer starter, but it's against the Jaguars. I feel like Jacksonville got a little chip on their shoulder defensively after last year and compare it to Lamar Jackson, who's playing Miami. <laughs> like, no. yeah, and they've no. traded their starting linebacker and Kiko Alonso as well, too, which definitely seals it a little more for me. Yeah, man. You got a strong case there. Like, starting Lamar Jackson in that point, mm-hmm. I feel like is a, is a smart move for me in that case. Yeah. And here's, here's another thing. What we had talked about earlier on the show mm-hmm. is last year that Jags defense, no matter how good they were because they had all the talent in the world, yeah. they were hindered by Blake Bortles being their quarterback yeah. and not being able to con- to yep. consistently sustain drives yep. up and down the field. They're tired. They were getting thrown all over the they place. Were they were getting ran over. In the foot. Yeah. Now they have Foles. He's a little bit better. Yeah. I, I would I would say... I'd say he's a step above. I would say go Lamar Jackson, and that's a f- f- crazy hot take. I mean, that's uh, that's not a bad hot take, in my opinion, in all honesty. Well, only because me and you think like champions. Oh, we we really do, but, you know, let's... Let's give more championship insight. You know, just How about this one? How about this one? Here's a good one. A lot of people don't think of this. All right. So you, you kind of touched on it by looking ahead. Mm-hmm. And by picking up your waivers two to three, four weeks in advance, look at your look at the people who you play in the next few weeks. Look at their rosters. Look at who their defenses are. Look who their players are playing against on defense. You know that's I I've made trades based off of a matchup that I thought would be, you know, I'm going up against number one guy. Right. And I'm ready. I want to take that spot. I'll make a trade that just fits so perfectly with that week, as long as it falls in line with the weeks before and after. Here's one, though. This is on a week-to-week basis. You can do this easy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go in and treat fantasy football like psychos. Okay. Make sure that your late guy is starting in your flex. Yep. You got a guy who's playing on Monday night, and injuries, all that crazy shit happens. Don't don't put him in, lock him into your RB2, and then have your guy who is playing in the flex, who's a guaranteed guy to you know play Monday night football, or yeah. who who you know already played at one o'clock and you can't substitute the RB two out for a wideout who's playing in the game. Exactly. So put your guy who's playing later who has the Q next to his name 
and it's questionable. Flex. Put him in the flex. Do not let that guy be stuck on your roster with a zero. Nah. Am I right about that? I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. I completely understand. I do this shit every year. Yeah. You know, like that's something that has always been in the back of my mind. But like I said, we don't, I'm not settling for fourth place here. You know nah. what I mean? Shit, I'm a little salty if I get second in all honesty. Yeah, that's happened. That happens to me too fucking much. Yeah. I seriously, I go to the playoffs every single year. Like, last time I missed the playoffs was in like 2010. Mm-hmm. Like, in almost every league. Actually, in every league. Mm-hmm. I make the playoffs every time. And we used yep. to do only strictly do four-man playoffs. Yeah. And I would get booted in the championship game almost every year. Mm-hmm. Coming with a few times, but... Yeah. One... That that last game's kind At of at least you weren't the Buffalo Bills of fantasy football, you know. Yeah, get there four years in a row and just nope, nope, you didn't get it. Right. Yeah. That, that's, next time. That's tough. Oh man, I almost considered not doing fantasy again because of you last year. <laughs> I beat your fucking ass in like week thirteen or fourteen, and then it turns around in the playoffs, and it was just. It's like, oh, yeah, you have James Conner? No, you don't. Yep. <laughs> oh, you've got... Who was it, man? I forget who the fuck it was. Dude, like, it was bad. It wasn't Juju. It was somebody else. It was Juju bad, played. though. Was it A.B.? No, no, because A.B. played until week 16. Okay. I didn't I didn't go to the championship. You got man. me in the fucking divisional round. Or man. In the conference championship round. I just... I st- you know, I still find the A.B. thing funny. Like, I really feel like he's going to retire midway through the season. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting out of hand, he bro. He just might, man. He's, like, he's looking crazy. Dude. When I saw that post earlier, like, you really going to find me? Duh, you fucking missed, you know, camp and preseason games and shit. Of course, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, you're fucking fine. Yeah. Like, you didn't show up to work. Of course, there's going to be consequences, bro. Yeah. And another here's here's one other thing as far as a pro tip. Mm-hmm. the The projections per week... Don't listen to those. They're never close. They change all the time during the games based on how players are playing in which quarter yep. and what they're projected to get left. Don't always go like, oh, I'm projected 132. He's projected 138. Yeah. I'm going to lose. That's not always the case. Nah. I, 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 I do look at those things. I'll give you that because they're close. They go, it's, it's based off of a computer-generated number on what a player's production should be per season, and it's broken down into games their weaker matchups they get a slight uptick mm-hmm. their tougher matchups they get a low tick but where it sits today don't even look at week ones like the the gallop over josh gordon thing Gallup's probably projected like three or four points less and i'm strongly considering it yep don't go off of those projections like they're they're close don't get me wrong like they're close i'm not saying start you know madison from the vikings who's projected three points because you think dalvin cook could get hurt yeah no like it's it goes according to game script but that's what it is game script is not always as promised mm-hmm. you know we've watched you've watched a lot of nfl games you know oh, yeah, that. I have. Yeah. yeah so like the only time is more so promises when you literally have a top 10 fantasy pick for the right. most part right like a guy who's gonna as long as he doesn't get hurt he's gonna get 20 plus carries and yep. he's going to get the red zone to carries, and that team is going to go going up against a, an opponent where they're going to score points. Yeah. Even then, I've seen good teams finish three three, like the Super Bowl last year. What was the score? Three of thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would just, I would have bet twenty dollars that the Rams would have scored a point. You know, oh, scored, yeah, a scored a touchdown. Scored a touchdown. Everybody would have. Exactly. Everybody expect them to get at least three. 
And for them to do that, nah. Right. And that's just, you know, that's don't listen to those things. Go with what you know. Go with what you see. These are all just people who think they're experts, yep. who have nothing better to do but watch football. Well, guess what? Neither do I. Yep. Um, What else you got? Uh, Here's another ballsy start. It's not so ballsy, but I'm going to explain it. Mm-hmm. I've got Kyler Murray, and I've got Josh Allen. I'm going to go with Murray. Okay. The reason being, it is a five-point per passing touchdown, mm-hmm. minus two. Yep. per interception. But what I do like is that Kyler Murray's going to be indoors and Josh Allen's playing in the rain. True. That's the true. reason I'm going Murray. Yeah. Um people don't I I think splits are another thing that are pretty unutilized in fantasy football when people mm-hmm. go into considering who they're going to start week to week. Okay. Perfect example Big Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Until he broke the spell last year, he was a top three quarterback at home and then when he was on the road he was trash he was he was bottom 10 when he was on the road yeah and it was that was a consistent thing that fucking thing is beeping it's a yeah. it's a dehumidifier oh, okay. for the it's studio yeah ben roethlisberger not the guy oh shit hang on we might be getting called into a league right now oh yo fat boy what are you doing shooting a podcast Podcast? Yeah, I'll turn you off of it. <laughs> I can take you off of it unless you want to be on the show. We're talking about fantasy football. Uh, that was the fucking draft that I was going to throw together isn't falling through. How many uh, people you need? You um, fucking, we only got like six people there for sure. I can get six so, right now. No, nah, I'm good. Okay. What's up? No, I'm just going to fucking go join some random league. Okay. I mean, I, I can literally get six people on the show or on the thing right now. No, I'm good. Fucking, it'll be too much of a hassle to try to get a draft set up an hour and a half anyways. And plus, I already told everybody, never mind. So, uh, fucking, if I message people back saying, oh, no, never mind, it's on, some of them will probably already be, like, done with it. Okay, so if you start a Facebook Messenger chat right now, I'll add people and say, hey, we're drafting in 20 minutes. Get ready. I've got no, people I'm who good. will for sure do it. I'm good. All right. I'll call you back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get online and find a random league to draft in. That's... Uh, go... I'll shoot you a link right now. All right. Bye. Pussy. <laughs> I could put a league together right now. Here. Actually, that's what I'm going to do. Rather oh than sending him a league oh to God. join, we're putting a league together. Oh, God. Um, Here we go. Do you have anything else for the pod? That's it. That's it. We're going to draft. You good with that? <laughs> that's cool. All right. Chris, I'm signing you up for a fantasy league. Bro, right now. what the fuck? Now, now that makes six leagues for me. Shit. All right. Well, that's uh, that's our show. We revealed a lot of good shit. Um, let's see. We'll do another show on Saturday. So for we tomorrow... Will. Play Geronimo Allison if you must fucking have to. Yeah, um, Trubisky's a go. Aaron Rodgers is a go. Montgomery's a go. Tariq Jeff- Cohen could be a go. He could. Um, Valdez Scantling, Devontae Adams. Don't play anybody else. That's yeah, I it. wouldn't even touch Jimmy Graham. I'm sorry. No. Yep. That's it. Buddy's podcast episode. Twomp. We out. What's that? 25? 
Yeah. Was last week 25 or was that 24? That was 24 because I had the Kobe Instagram right. Yeah. Yep. We did. This will be 25. All right. Enjoy. Enjoy the show. Uh, We'll be back on Saturday to give you everything you need before week one. Peace. Peace. Blue told me remind you niggas. Uh, fuck that shit y'all talking about. I'm the nigga. Uh, caught up in all these lights and cameras. Uh, but look what that shit did to Hammer. Uh, God damn it, I like it. Bright lights enticing. But look what it did to Tyson. All that money in one night. 30 mil for one fight. As soon as all that money blows, all the pigeons take flight. Fuck the fame, keep chicken on me. What I do, I took a